I'm Kia. And I'm Florence. And this is Melanin. In Medicine. Okay, so um, it's been literal years. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we apologize, you know, we do our best. Uh, we're so excited to have a fresh new episode for you guys. We wanted to do something fun, so it might not be like super like pre-med, but you get to know more about us. Um, and I mean, I say it's not gonna be super pre-med, but everything we do is super pre-med, so. <laughs> Our lives are pre-med. Basically. So. Well, med. Med, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're gonna start off per usual as at, with our um, Elder's Elevation. Woohoo! okay. So this is a quote for, from Oprah Winfrey, it is, every time you state that you want or believe, you're the first to hear it. It's a message to both you and others about what you think is possible. Don't put a ceiling on yourself. Yeah, that's strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think um, being underrepresented minorities in medicine, there's already kind of a ceiling yeah. that we even put on ourselves. Like we just kind of accept like, okay, we're gonna work twice as hard. And if you don't make it, you're like, man, like, you really take that hard, you beat yeah. yourself up. And I think just like knowing the only limits that exist are the limits you put in there. Yeah, and I think with what he was saying too, like when you do put those limits on yourself and something happens where you don't exceed, like that's a lot of times when people like feel like imposter syndrome, um, just because we put so much pressure on ourselves and then we start feeling like we're not supposed to be here. And if you got into med school, you're supposed to be there. Absolutely, 1000%. So. Um, Alrighty, so next we have our Mahoney message, um, which is a really cool resource. I mean, it's not so much so a message. Uh, oh, well, this is one of them. Yeah, this I is guess, one of them. I can yeah. save it for a hidden Jimison. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. So our Mahoney message, we do have a name. Um, Sebastian. Oh, yeah, that's good. Sebastian. Mm -hmm. Okay, Sebastian reached out to us um, because... He kind of had like a lower GPA. He had a 2.4, um, and then and he just recently took the MCAT and then and ended up getting a 489 on the MCAT. Um, is just kind of a little bit discouraged and was kind of asking for advice. So, what would you say, Kia? So, um, first, I'd want to know: Has Sebastian graduated? Did he say? Yes, Sebastian graduated. Okay, so um, I would be thinking gap year for sure. Uh, and I would say with that time, study for the MCAT mm -hmm. if you could. Um, I know when I took the MCAT, I got like a 487. And that was a sign that I needed to retake. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if with the GPA, I really do think you would need a post-bac, don't you? Yeah, I, I yeah. do think that you would, you would need a post-bac. But I, with that, I'm a little nervous because I think most post-bacs, you have to have at least a 3.0 to get into. I think so. SIU med prep, you could do it with a 2.5. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. with a 2.4, I mean, his options might be limited. I mean, you could do a self-post-bac too if you're disciplined. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking too, like maybe take this year to like enroll in like your local college and like mm -hmm. get, because with that, a lower GPA, I think with post-bac, they'd be kind of nervous to take a chance yeah. on you because that's a little risky just they might like be scared you just don't really have that science background right so maybe like taking those like earlier biology classes and like trying mm -hmm. to get like a b or an a in them and then applying to a post-bac program maybe and then too like i think 
the GPA might also be the reason for the low MCAT score. Yeah. Yeah. So once you kind of get that under control, you would be able to um, do that. I wouldn't recommend like self-studying for the MCAT now that I think about it. No. Yeah, no. Because yeah. that's going to be more content than anything. And that's just time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one thing I would be, would say to that too is like just don't really like put yourself in the box and like think about like the timeline because everyone's journey to med school is so different like even between us two like our journeys are so different we got to the same place at the same time same exact time yes <laughs> so with that like I would not be discouraged um and really like sit down and like evaluate whether like you really do want to put in the work if you do want to put in the work it's it's going to be a lot harder to get to like where we are than like the journey we took. But if you're willing to put in the work and go for it, you're more than capable of doing it. You just have to be a little bit more strategic and careful with what mm -hmm. you're doing. And with that time, like think about it as a blessing. You could actually work with your degree. Mm -hmm. You could save money. Um, you could start putting money aside for when it comes to the time that you can't work. Maybe when you're in a post-bac program yeah. or if you were um, in medical school, then that money is gonna be a good cushion for you um, in the event that you have to work can't work for a year and have to pay rent. Yeah, that's very true. That yeah. That's very true. So with a bio degree, I imagine, but what's the, he might have not mentioned. Oh, no, he didn't mention yeah. his degree. Well, with a degree, yeah. um, you have <laughs> options for a job, even in the medical field. It doesn't, you don't have to have like specific bio or anything. So. Yeah, really. And like a lot of like his key, you worked in the medical field for a year before and just like a lot of the terminology and the medications you've heard before starting medical school so that'll be like a, ease, a little bit easier mm -hmm. than some people who just went straight out because I know I I definitely struggled with like the medical terms and like doing like blood pressures and some people literally go in the room and be like and yeah. have it done so sound effects and all <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like everyone's journey to medical school is so different so I, I I really wish like the medical field would like stop preaching like you have to get your degree you have to go straight through and because it just adds so much pressure that, it does. that you and I mean through. comparison alone really adds a lot of pressure like yeah. I think this summer I've done a lot of just like not comparing myself mm -hmm. to like all the people that I obsess over on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. just like, you know, I have to realize I'm in my own journey and my journey is just as significant as anyone else's. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. Like you really should have that strong, just confidence in yourself. And I yeah. think going in with low numbers really does something to your confidence. And so yeah. I think like this year you could really build your confidence. You could really like come up with a plan. I would not, I wouldn't do anything before setting, like sitting down and coming up with at least three options for your future. Yeah. And, you know, if that includes military, if that includes uh, going to, I don't know, do missionary work somewhere, like, mm -hmm. give yourself all the range with the options. You did just graduate. Like, that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, like, use that. This is a great moment in your life that you should, you know, despite COVID, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could really take advantage of your future. So. Yeah. And I, with us, too, like, just seeing, like, the people who went straight out, versus the people who took a couple years, like there's a huge difference huge in like difference. maturity level, responsibility, accountability that we're gonna talk to, and just like having more of a passion to do certain things. Like I just noticed the people who went straight out, this some of them just are lacking the passion. Yeah, I mean, and you, you can't blame them. At 21, I would not be med school ready. Yeah. Yeah, no. 
So, yeah. <laughs> and just some of the sacrifices you have to make with being in this journey, they're just like not, we don't even think about them. No. We just do them. Like yeah. if someone like emails us and they're like, hey, you have a meeting in 30 minutes. We're like, oh, okay. We get on our computer. But yeah. some of those sacrifices when you're so young, it's just really hard to make or give up. So, yeah. So take this as a, it's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yes. I know it's hard to believe, easier said than done, but that's what you're going with. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so our interview question. I thought of this one, and uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be fairly popular with uh, what's going on uh, as far as, um, you know, like with obviously the state of the nation. Yeah. So uh, my question is, how did COVID affect your application process, and what did you do to overcome it? That was great. I know, right? Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How to <laughs> I don't That's know either. Such a um, question. Yeah. Um, it's. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. One thing I know I've I've heard from like the med school advisor at like KU. Um, they said they they really want to see applicants who like did something during the application cycle. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, just because like you never know what people are going through with COVID. Right. But um, I think just like showing that like you still had like you pushed through mm -hmm. to make sure like you were applying. Like I, I don't know. I mean, but, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good point though. Yeah. You've, you've brought up a really good point. So like showing perseverance, I think yeah. that's the main thing they want to hear. And maybe resiliency. Um, this is a great opportunity if you're coming straight out of undergrad to show how resilient you were. Yeah. Yeah. So um, thinking about just, okay, well, my MCAT was moved yeah. to another place. That happened for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, so just saying, you know, I buckled down, I planned to travel, I put in the time for hotel and yeah. things like that. So just like showing that you could be organized in that time, uh, something else that might have happened was, uh, shoot, you might have got corona. Or like yeah. someone you love might have gotten it. And just showing how you kind of dealt with that but was able to still handle your MCAT situation simultaneously um, or your yeah. Uh, application even. Yeah, or even just talking about like going from maybe like you were a person who went to class and took notes handwritten and you had to switch to that virtual platform. So you can talk about that, <laughs> that like adjustment and like what you did because a lot of times like you have to be really strict on yourself. I had to make sure I didn't pause the lecture. I had to make sure I woke up at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. to mm -hmm. make sure I started early because I go a little bit slower. Just little stuff like that because I, I think that's a very challenging question, um, especially like the situation where our country is in right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you're in a very unique position. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So now it's time for our stepping stones. Um, okay. So our first one is accountability. So um, I thought of this because accountability um, is kind of like the biggest perk to going to med school with your best friend. Aww. <laughs> um, and also, too, you have to have accountability when you go to med school, uh, as well as process so mm -hmm. uh what would you say is like the biggest thing of being accountable or like holding yourself accountable um I think this kind of goes with the quote like the quote that uh that I read earlier um I think like when you have like a goal and dream or aspiration or anything I think it's important not just to like keep it to yourself but keep it with like people you trust and like people that'll keep you accountable because like 
I know last year there's, there would be a lot of times where I'd be like, okay, Keon, get through X, Y, and Z. And then I'd get home and be like, dang, I really want to take a nap. Like, let me just do this. And Keon would be like, well, you wanted to get through all these things today. And I'd be like, okay, you're right. Like, let me go do it. Yeah. So a lot that of times. That happened like twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I was like, um, but yeah, like a lot of times, like if you have like a goals and it's like pretty like far-fetched goal, especially like medical school that's so drawn out and like so long-term, it's really hard to keep sight of that without, like if it's just like in your head and you're just keeping it to yourself because there's a lot of times like if Kia just saw me like not really like saying all the stuff I want to go to, she might think like, oh, Flo's already gone through that. like. She yeah. doesn't need to do that. So she didn't, she probably wouldn't feel like she had to like keep me accountable for stuff like that. But um, a lot of times, like, I think it's easier or when you have someone like self-motivating you too. Yeah. And oftentimes, like when one of us would say, okay, like, I think I'm done. There would be a list of things like we would, she, you'd run through like everything you had planned to get through today. And it would be like, okay, so like. Have I gotten through it? If I haven't, I need to stay here. Uh, one of the best things I think we did too was uh, knowing our limits and then knowing what we were capable of and what we weren't. Yeah. So <laughs> when it came to um, you know studying on campus, I think both of us knew if I'm not going to be able to do this at home, I need to go to campus. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something we really held each other accountable mm -hmm. for too because it was like, if you don't think you can get through it, we'll go together. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go to campus as a unit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, do you want pizza tonight? I'll call the pizza. Yep. Just cash at me. And then she'll, it'd be like, he'd be like, I'll pick it up. Like yep. that. Yeah. We really had like a system. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Because it was just impossible to go through it alone. Like we just mm -hmm. knew if I'm going to be like struggling at home, I need to go to campus. It's a lot easier to go to campus if you know someone's waiting for you there. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? You have to, you have a plan where to start at eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. Yes. We started at 8 p.m. sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, we were hardcore on the accountability train. Mm -hmm. Now that I think about it. Yeah. And it's also like with that too, like if you're looking for someone to keep you accountable, they themselves also have to be an accountable person because mm -hmm. I know like I've tried to like, work out with people who'd be like, okay, let's do this. Or, and honestly, for working out, I've probably done it myself too. Where I'd be like, okay, <laughs> let's get up at six in the morning and you'll do it for like two a times. Week. Yeah, a week. Yeah. Um, and I guess med school is a little bit different because if, if you don't do it, you're not going to make it. But, <laughs> and if you gain a little bit of weight, that's... Oh, perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, it's normal. <laughs> it's exactly. Um, but yeah, that's also very important too. Like that person also has to like, be pulling you too. It can't be like a one-sided relationship where one person's pulling the other and the other person's not. Have you ever been kind of like in one of those scenarios where you aren't the, like someone's holding you accountable, but you're not so much so doing the same? Um, like I'm not holding them accountable. Yeah. Um, I've definitely been that Yeah, person. I probably. Um, I was that way so much so when uh, I was applying for medical school, I remember my good friend uh vicky was very on me when it came to you know do you have your secondary son do you have this done do you have and i was dragging my feet uh mm -hmm. i mean i was organized you know so i knew what i needed to do but when it came to like do i have it done and like that was my fault because i was so like caught up on coming back to kansas city getting a place to live i didn't really uh feel the i mean i felt the pressure of getting mm -hmm. my things in but she was just 
available and like willing to push me where I didn't feel comfortable pushing someone else. Yeah. And I think when it came down to me pushing myself, it was like, oh shoot, like, okay, I need to push myself like Vicky was pushing me because, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think just, uh, I've held myself accountable in other regards, but I think applying for medical school was yeah. just different. With the Vicky, uh, this, did you say the name? Yeah, I said Vicky. Oh, okay. I was like, well, <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> um, With that, that just reminds me, because I was actually thinking about this last week. Do you think it's more because you guys weren't on the same page about, like, how to keep each other accountable? Like, yeah. maybe your definition of accountability was different than hers. Absolutely. I was thinking about this last week because I, I feel like with, like, my ex, I would always expect, like, being in a relationship with someone, I just expected, like to be on the same page with them. Like there'd be certain things where I'd be like, okay, like I want to work out, like we, we should work out this time or like let's study at this time. And they would always be like, oh, you got it. Like you can do it. <laughs> right? And, and I was just thinking about that. Because, Not, oh, you got it. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> because um, it's just so different like, yeah. with like the relationship I'm in. Now I feel like we're both keeping each other accountable because like they'll always be like, okay, like, what do I need to like make sure you're doing like when you right. start school like if you're not studying at this time should I be like concerned should I be, like start studying or should, should yeah. I not or they'd be like okay what's your workout goals and like I feel like me and him are like on the same page about like how to keep each other accountable right and so like for instance like if they don't want to like go do like their sport I'm like okay you told me yesterday like you wanted to work on this like why right. did you want to do it but I feel like with, with like my other relationships like they would have said that and I, and I would have had the same response. They would be like, why are you on me about this? Right. And yeah. so we just weren't on the same page mm -hmm. about like how to keep each other accountable. Yeah. So you really have to communicate that. Like I think, um, because it's not effective if you're doing yeah. two different methods of accountability. Yeah. It's like, you're just badgering. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if someone expects the same amount of pressure mm -hmm. that they're giving, then they're able to do that. Um, but I think, that's definitely just like one of those things that you have to communicate. Yeah. So yeah. then how would you say people communicate that or find someone who is? Because I feel like us, it's just like natural. Like we're both kind of like high, not high strung, but we both. I mean, we hold ourselves yeah. to that standard. Like, yeah. We just have like really big goals and we know like to fill those goals, we have to do even bigger things to get there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. with a partner, like it's unrealistic to try to have them hold you accountable, but you can't hold them accountable the same way. Mm -hmm. So I think communicating, and like, I think we we kind of just attract people who uh, like hold themselves accountable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we ourselves, you know, yeah. so it's like, it's just one of those things where, okay, you communicate like, this is what I plan to do with my day. This is what I plan. Yeah. And in your partner, you would want them to hold you accountable anyway. You would want them to be like, okay, how do you feel like, do you feel like you're reaching out to your goals? Do you think mm -hmm. your uh, goals are feasible? Uh, I had to mention the other day, smart goals. Yeah. And just like telling him, okay, like, is it realistic? Is it measurable? Is it um, mm -hmm. accurate? And things like that. And I think, I don't know, is that the A? Yeah, I think um, <laughs> specific, measurable, attainable attainable yes is it attainable yeah um and like that was necessary like we were like okay how would you carry that out and I think mm -hmm. uh that's huge that's part of and even outside of like intimate relationships mm -hmm. your friends your family um your church family like making sure you have close people in your circle to hold you accountable it's yeah. really like the biggest thing yeah so. and communication is everything just yeah. you you can't assume people know what you're thinking no no 
It's or, unrealistic. Yeah, no, exactly. Or you can't assume people know how med school is going if they're like not in the same journey. And I think it's easier for us too, just because we have all the same classes. We're in the same med school system. So like I know when Kia's class, I know when she has certain things. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And we talk like all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just, and that makes it easier. So if you, if you don't have that like luxury, like you just have to communicate, like over communicate. And if you don't have like friends in your med school class right now, or you feel like you're going to med school for the first time, which we're going to talk about, yeah. um, and you're like, I'm going to a whole new city. I'm never, I don't know anyone in this city. You'll find someone, trust me, med school is full of people who are doing something new for the first time. Yeah, exactly. So. And people will make you feel like they have, they wrote a thesis on this huh. and they go home and cry just like you do. Period. So. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> for the most part yes. <laughs> um so yeah that's our thing with accountability like just mm -hmm. it's a it's a hard hill to get over but once you get over it yeah smooth sailing yeah. and also too like if if you feel like someone's not giving you the accountability that you deserve like you need to tell them because mm -hmm. they're they're like you're wasting energy into something that's you're not being reciprocated yeah absolutely it would have been completely fair for Vicky to be like okay you're not doing the same for me what, what's the deal yeah and, and yeah I, I think even in that moment I would have been like you know what you're right like I'm so sorry I just like picture I have a hard time holding adults accountable that's my own thing um ironically I'm kind of like that person where it's like if you're an adult I don't feel like I should have to and I mean that's something I've had to work through even getting into med school because it's like being an adult and holding people accountable is something that you continue to do as an adult. You have yeah. to, in a position of power, you have to hold your employees accountable. You have to hold your um, coworkers accountable, even your peers. Like, and that's just a part of the process. So I think, like for me, that was something new to adapt to, um, and it's probably why I've gotten so much better at it. Is because I had to learn how to do it the right way. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah, you know, if you're crappy at holding people accountable, don't be, don't be surprised if somebody calls you out. Okay. <laughs> um, so then we will go to our next stepping stone, which is starting our med school journey. Hey girl, congratulations. You're going to med school. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> so right now, if you don't feel like you're at the top of um, your uh, roller coaster, you are. Uh, you have been clicking away, going up, and... Uh, by golly, friend, you're at the top. And if you're not screaming, that's that's surprising. Um, but if you're going to be happy when you get yes. to the bottom, okay? You're going to yes. be so excited. <laughs> uh, so right now, we're like in the middle of our of our down the down yeah. slope. And uh, it's an experience. So mm -hmm. things that we wish we would have prepared for when we went to med school. Um, a support system. We had that. Yeah, we had that pretty good. Um, I would say say like for my first one I would say you're super excited to be starting but at the same time you have to like contain your excitement just because like I feel like I went in like gung-ho like ready to like study so yeah. much and like to be that textbook med student who never goes out yeah, yeah and like do all these things and like not breathe and like yeah yeah, yeah. You, you have, like, your scuba gear ready. Yeah. And it's, like, weighing you down. And if we could... Yeah, that's a really good yeah, analogy. Yeah, I'm like, I, that's, that's yeah. a good analogy. You have, like, snorkel, the floaties, the, the duck, the tank, all of that. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, 
whoa, girl, we're just going to a pool. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're, like, going for, like, your first swim lesson, but you're getting ready for your first scuba diving lesson. Absolutely. Like, and it's it's not the same thing. It's just so much. Um, and med school is scuba diving, like, hardness-wise, but... You'll get there. Yeah. 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 It's You just have to take one day at a time, one lesson at a time. We're not saying, like, slack off, but... Don't put as much pressure on yourself because I went yeah. in with a like I have to like get honors, yeah, honors <laughs> like hundreds, like 90 percentile, yeah. And like I think you just have to like learn the process and like find your mold where you are in like in the med school environment. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that should really be like what your first year is about. If you haven't, um, so uh, we'll probably put a link in the video, um, but there's a smart goals video. That we always really and Flo found it and introduced it to our group and I mean it's perfect. Like <laughs> if you haven't made your smart goals for the school year, I would highly suggest you doing that. Um, if you don't get a white coat ceremony, I'm so 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 yeah. so sorry. Um, it's a great experience, but don't let that take away from the quality of what you earned. Like yeah. that's huge. Um, and whether you're unpackaging your white coat, whether you're putting it on in your bathroom, be proud. That's a moment that no one else can take away from you. Exactly. Um, and yeah, there's, there's a lot ahead of you. So, um, yeah, you'll definitely feel like a med student. Yeah. Like learning. you'll get to scuba dive gearing oh, yeah. one day, but yeah. there, there's just so much. And like, I, I felt like at the very beginning, I was just so stressed because like, I was getting lectures thrown at me. I was getting people were giving me like supplemental resources thrown at me. I was like trying to figure out how like I should study for myself to do well. I was trying to like figure out what organizations to go to, mm -hmm. keep up with my family, keep up with my friends, trying to work out, trying to breathe. Buy was, school merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to do so much and it like I I think like probably like halfway through our first block, like I really just have to take a step back and be like okay, all these people are telling you to do all these things. Like, you just have to do what's best for you. Like, I know myself best. Like, so I just had to do what's best for me, mm -hmm. not, like, what everybody was telling me. Just because you'll go to all these informational meetings and all these things, and people will be like, this is what I did to get into this residency. This is what I did. And you're like, oh, okay, like, I see myself as them. Like, let me do what they did. But then this person did this, and you're just, like, so confused like comparison yeah like trying to yeah. figure it all out um yeah and I don't even know if that's avoidable but just keep it realistic yeah yeah and don't be afraid to look at somebody else's process and be like no that's not oh, for me we like, do that all the time yeah by the time <laughs> I mean by the time it was like October I was like no 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 like yeah. just looking at other people's situations and being like that's not realistic for me mm -hmm. that's not something I can handle like mm -hmm. some students don't study until the day before the exam yeah not my I ministry mean. like at all I I don't want to be that student yeah. <laughs> like or some people don't even watch a single lecture at our school until like three days before the exam no, no. I'm not doing that no because no. and I mean if you're that kind of student and it works for you no shade kudos but if that's not your vibe, don't try to make it your vibe. Don't try to fit into those pants. Just, just find your size. <laughs> so, um, a lot of analogies. Can you guys tell I'm bored? <laughs> so, um, yeah, for sure. Like, just, just stay in your lane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, there was something else I also thought of. Uh, man. Oh, oh, get first aid. Yeah. Get first aid. So first aid is a book. Um, it's. Basically, like the um, AAMC 
what is it called? The MCAT like rubric or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like that for step. Um, but it, it really helps to minimize what you're learning in your classes. I used first aid a bunch last year. Did you use first aid? I didn't aid use it at all. Yeah. It was, it, it's something, it's kind of like a developed taste. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to like the short and sweet. And yeah. if you like, and, and by no means is it the textbook to med school, yeah. like at all. It's just the quick run through of what you're going to know and what you should know about this disease. And then you can fill in your information about it. You could like, you know, do what you want. Mine is uh, on my iPad virtual. So I just have it all the time. But um, yeah, so you really just want to, if you have access to first aid, if you, uh, we got it for free at our, um, the, uh, what's the alumni, the alumni association. Yeah, again? something. Yeah, if you belong to that, then they, they give it to you for free. Um, but there's different ways to get it for free through your school, probably. So yeah. if you um, if you can, get that and use that when you're worried. When you're nervous, just look at it. Look at it before your exam, because I always looked at it the day before. And I'd be <laughs> like, wow, really wish I would have looked at this sooner. Yeah. So um, just know your resources and then get to it. There's going to be a resource overload. Yeah, there will. I was like stressed about it. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah, um, you're gonna. There's a lot of resources because people get scared in that school and they're like, wow, what's an easy way to learn this? Mm -hmm. And the truth is, there's no easy way. Like, you're gonna have a bunch of resources and they might help, but at the end of the day, you have to learn it. Yeah, and you really just have to figure out what works for you, when it works for you, because even all the resources you have, they won't work for certain content. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's just like a learning process. You, you'll spend a while trying to figure that out but once you figure it out you're like okay I need to go to this resource for this this resource for that and it, it just gets a lot easier yeah 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 okay you have any more advice for our pre-med um, med students I had one and then it slipped my mind oh I guess we can talk about the resources that we used and like why we used them yeah so my first year um did you want me to go first because I'm you, just gonna hop down uh, you can <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, so my first year I used first aid, um, pathoma, the first part, because we have, um, IBI, which is an infection blood immunity. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it really helped when it came to like, Wait, say what pathoma is. Cause that, that's oh, one thing that stressed me out is yeah. people are just like, be like first aid, pathoma. And I'm sitting there like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. And the words don't make sense. Yeah. They don't so, make sense. First aid, and we are not getting paid by any means by these resources. Although, if you'd like to help the girls out, we're not going to stop you. Okay, so uh, first aid, basically textbook for what's going to be on step. Pathoma is kind of like a um, recorded lectures uh, by a young man. There's also a book that goes with it, and it kind of runs through all of the pathologies. So um, when you think of, okay, pathology is probably a very weird word right now. It's still weird to me, but pathology is basically the who, what, where, and why for a disease. So um, when you think of, let's start big and say um, lung cancer. So you're going to think of the pictures. Maybe you're going to think of what causes that, the clinical presentation, uh, what population is susceptible to that. Wow, girl, I sound so smart. You are. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so... You're going to think of everything pathology, and that's what pathoma does. Um, and it's really good. It puts it into words. Literally, they take like a, a med student kind of level idea, and they put it in like middle school terms. And that is just everything you need. <laughs> um, and there's pictures. So um, there's that. I also use uh, Sketchy. And Sketchy is just memorization tool. It's yeah. just cartoons that really put things into perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say I I would I feel like the supplemental resources I would say I like consistently use would probably be sketchy. Mm -hmm. Um I use that really just for like the bacteria and stuff. And then like if I didn't understand the content from lecture, then I'd go to boards and beyond. Mm -hmm. Um that's my girl now. Yeah. And then if I I would always look in like first aid, like at the like if there was like a lot to memorize about like a certain disease, I would always go to like uh, first aid and just look at that section to see if they had any mnemonics or anything. But that's really all I use first aid for. Um, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then use first year to figure out what resources work. I think that's the biggest thing. Last year this time, we were so overwhelmed with resources. The girls would throw out acronyms, nicknames, and yeah. sketchy this. And we didn't arise. Uh, AMBOSS, everything. We and, didn't know what yeah. these things were. And so this year we learned, right? Yeah. We we had access to them. We were like, okay, what works from this? What works from this? And we had the opportunity to do that. So mm -hmm. in the bio, I'm going to put um, basically what these things are. I'm going to have a link to all of their... Now, of course, they're going to say, buy this, buy that. Don't buy nothing yet, girl. Yeah. Just wait. Um, but at least you'll get an idea of what these resources are. Yeah. Because so. if you go out and just buy everything, that's so expensive. And like... Like, you're not going to use some of the stuff. Like, you can't use Pathoma to learn the bacteria. Like, it's just, yeah. you can't. So, mm -hmm. you just have to figure out what works and just buy the resource that works for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay, so we're going to get to the fun stuff. Uh, not that, you know, med school and the ambition isn't fun. But um, we're going to do a, like, do you know me kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, best see, friend edition. Yeah. So you guys can get to know us a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you want to do first? Yeah. Okay. I found this one. So what's your favorite memory of us? Oh, I know. Mm. I know. It's kind of hard. Oh, we have so many. I know. Oh, I'm in between 2019 summer and 2015 summer. I'm going to say Pap. Oh, that's, yeah. I was thinking Pap too. I know. It was just so it fun. It was so fun. I feel like I just, I don't remember the exact events. I just remember it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. So I remember um, one in particular that I always go back to is when we were in the basement of the uh, dorm that we were staying in studying. Mm. And it was like, we had a a lot to study yeah <laughs> and it was an unrealistic amount and i remember like it was me you um our friends and <laughs> <laughs> we literally were just like up probably until like three in the morning just like mm -hmm. reading kaplan writing on the board and like it's so crazy because even now we do that yeah yeah and that was how long ago it was like five years ago yeah that's wild yeah yeah and i mean even now we're just like those same people and yeah. i think it's just it really shows, you know, we're just, we're just the same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, what about you? Um, I'm trying to think. I think, okay, this is my favorite memory. It was my 21st birthday and Kia <laughs> planned a surprise, um, like get together thing for me for my birthday. Oh, and yeah. it just meant so much to me because I had just, I'd known you for like a week. A week. <laughs> and for someone to go like the length to plan that for my birthday, I was, I really liked yeah, I actually ran out of gas that day. Do you remember she that? She did. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you. Because I, I kept literally, it was my birthday, and I was so sad because like my boyfriend at the time hadn't said happy birthday. Kia wasn't in the room. And I could literally, everyone was like helping her plan the surprise. Yeah, no one was on campus. I was like, dang, like it's my birthday. Like, 
actually very sad. Like, I, I thought about it from your perspective. I'm like, yeah, I didn't really think about that. We, like, took you out of the group mate. Yeah. And I didn't, yeah, I was literally like, what is going on? Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then that evening we had like cake and sparklers. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, okay. It's, it's ever made. So <laughs> that was fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's fun. Oh, <laughs> did I have one? Let me see. Uh, these are like serious. Oh, what would your perfect day be? My perfect day. From waking up to bedtime. Okay. So I would, I can be anywhere. I have to be here. Uh, wow okay well perfect day pick a place okay so i'm like on some tropical island wow. go like um, <laughs> i wake up and there's just breakfast and bed everything and then i'm overlooking the ocean and it's beautiful and then i get up and i do something adventurous for the day i don't know that's like not doesn't make me feel like tired Mm -hmm. um that's a know. good one and then i have like the best meal ever i don't know what it is but it's just really good and then <laughs> um what else would i do i get a massage i would yeah just like a nice relaxing adventure day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um my perfect day i would like to work my family in there because i love them um okay. but that made my scene if I could, I would be probably with my partner and my parents because um, they're my best friend. I would love to be somewhere like with like a cool outdoor scenery. So I'm just going to say Hawaii because yeah. Um, and uh, I would love to go on a hike, like an early hike and see the sunrise and then uh, probably take a nap after that. And then, <laughs> and then, um, definitely like do like maybe an aquarium or maybe scuba diving, something with like animals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. But animals who can't like eat me. So oh that, and then, uh, I would like to do like probably like a nighttime beach activity. I would love Ooh. to go shopping. So I think shopping should be worked into there somewhere. That's good. Um, and then yeah, a nighttime beach activity, maybe like a bonfire on the beach or something. Oh, that's work. good. Yeah. That's a good day. Yeah, and then a yacht party with my friends. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford this day. So. Yeah, that's how I feel. Keep working. Um, oh, your turn. Okay, so how did uh, how did you picture your life at this age when you were young? Yikes. So I thought I would be obviously married when I was like probably twenty seven. So not there. Um, what else? I. I don't know that I thought I was going to be a doctor. Let's say like 15. At 15, I thought I would be a doctor. So I figured I'd be married, um, already a doctor, didn't know what kind, uh, didn't really know what the life of a doctor looked like. Mm -hmm. So probably something ridiculous like a Lamborghini or several mm. big, ridiculously priced house um, and didn't plan on anything else. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, and honestly, truth be told, I like my life very much right now. Yeah. So I wouldn't change it for the world. I wouldn't want multiple Lamborghinis right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, by this time, I definitely thought I'd already be a doctor. Yeah. Um, I thought I'd be married as well. Yeah. Um, the lies we tell ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> or it's, I don't even think. I think it's like societal pressures. Absolutely, girl. Yeah. If I didn't even know what it was like to own a car mm -hmm. and I was like oh have to own the nicest car yeah have to, girl didn't I probably didn't even know you needed a marriage certificate at that point yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's 
Yeah, so, um, what else? Did you see yourself having kids at this point? Yeah, I thought I'd have kids at this point. Mm. Yeah. Or, like, pregnant at least at this point. Um, I left that right on out of mine. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, just, like, stuff, none of the stuff that's happening now, so. Would you change it? No, I wouldn't change it. Of course I wouldn't! Yeah, I wouldn't change it. Why would you change it? I'm here. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so oh, let's do one. one more. Yeah, let's do one more. Then we can do our Mahoney method. Oh, our hidden. Our, our hidden genius. Yeah. Oh, no, not that. That's sad. Mm. Oh, where do you hope to be? Okay, so here are our options five, 10, or 15 years. So pick one. Let's do 10. Okay. That's a happy medium. Yeah, because five is probably sad. It's <laughs> probably bad stuff. <laughs> probably. Okay, so 10 years. Um, Hopefully, the stuff that I thought I would be doing when I was younger. Yeah, hopefully I'm yeah. married. <laughs> hopefully I, I will be a doctor by then. Um, you will be married. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm like getting to the point where I'm like getting to the upwards part of my career. Um, and doing, yeah. Honestly, just taking every day, day by day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah um, I would say 10 years from now, I'll be 36. I'll take a kid or two. Yeah. Yeah. So that work their way. That's right? a thing. Yeah. Um... So by then I'll be married. Um, definitely homeowner, nice car owner. Um, I'll be a doctor. It'll probably be like our first, my first year as a Miss Fanning, 36. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, because like my residency, target years. residency is like five years and I graduated 29, so. You've been a doctor for two years. If I do a fellowship. That's... Yeah, if you do a fellowship. <laughs> Woo! So 36, <laughs> big checks now. Um, and uh, yeah, I think just um, I'd either live in Phoenix or Atlanta. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, between those warm. two. Not Chicago, but maybe. <laughs> we'll we'll keep it in the votes. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that, that's my vibe. Mm -hmm. I think that's where I'd be. That's good. Yeah. Wow. Ten years from now, we'll be 36. Wow. What is life? <laughs> Maybe 10 years from now I'll watch this and I'll be like, ha! The lies I told myself. I know. <laughs> I had no plans. Oh, I'll be debt free. I know that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no debt at 36. That'll be gone. I like so, it. This little med school debt washed away. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all we got. Let's do a hidden gem with Sun. Oh, <laughs> as Kia Bunch of Hidden Jemison. Um, we're super excited because we have a little bit of fun episodes that we're going to do for you guys this coming school season so that you guys can experience med school with us. Oh, one thing we're going to do is. Should I, should I talk about the giveaway? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're going to do um, a Kaplan giveaway again. Woo! So um, we're going to do a quick book set giveaway. We. Uh, had great success with our giveaway last mm -hmm. time. So we'll probably start it, I don't know, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll let it run for a little while. I feel like we cut our last one off a little short. So probably like two weeks, um, just so that you guys have time. Uh, but yeah, you know, a giveaway. Cause somebody's gotta be sending for the MCAT some more. It's coming. Yeah. Um, so the hidden Jemison that I found was actually brought to me. Um, someone emailed us, well me, us. Mm -hmm. um 
emailed us. And if you'd like to do a hidden gem or not hidden gems, I'm sorry, I didn't mention this. If you have a Mahoney message, email us at melaninmedicine02 at gmail.com. Um, that's melaninmedicine02 at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, uh, of course, we didn't mention this either. Uh, like, subscribe, and watch all of our stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So the Hidden Jemison was um, someone hosting online pre-med chats. Um, and they will be doing this from June 2020 to May 2021. So um, this is a, a great resource. It's Dr. Nake. And I hope I pronounced that right. Um but she mentioned it and she wanted to basically pub it. So uh, she'll also be posting things on her YouTube channel mm -hmm. and that's N-A-K-A-E um, for her name. So if you wanna search that on YouTube, we'll also put the Zoom link on our, um, in our bio or in the description below uh, so that you guys can at least get a view of that. Um, but they're hosted weekly, oh, the second Sunday of every month. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's 11 to 12.30. Ooh, PST, Pacific Standard Time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you if you have time um, in the afternoon, a little lunch break or something, tune into that. It sounds like a really good resource to help you guys out. <laughs> yeah, other than that, do you have anything else? Nope. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you guys so much. We're sorry that it was so long in between. We yeah. just had quite the summer. Uh, it was almost like we didn't have much of a break because mm -hmm. we had meetings back to back. And, mm -hmm. Yeah, but we're glad we got to do this with you guys and we look forward to the next one. Yay, bye. Adios.